Hey, I'm happy to be here with Nippon Meta, good friend, founder of Service Base, and how the Dalai Lama said, the unspoken hero of generosity. <laughs> Did a good job. I'm happy to be here, yeah. yeah, to be in conversation with you. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much. Yeah. What we always do is like, uh, we're going to do a, a quick tune. So we okay. do one brass circle, just tuning. You have to Get coach me frequency. how to do it. I'm yeah. ready to do I it. I got to yeah. do it with you now. What do I, okay. Pull it out. Okay. Put it in. Now we are connected in one frequency. Beautiful. And it takes, because we have him sitting in traffic, he's traveling all the time, everybody tries to be relaxed and we all know sometimes it's not so easy and uh, it's a good introduction to tune with somebody, you know, you feel the vibration yeah. and it should be done in families, should be done in schools, should be done in offices. And, uh, but that's not the theme today, it's not the tuner. Our theme today is you. As a human, you on your mission, and I would just like to know what is what is the driving force behind you? Well, I think it's about tuning to love, really. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, uh, my journey has really been about uh, finding that through line of love. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of noise in the world, yeah. and through the noise, we tr have to find the signal. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think love is the signal, um, and and that's been. And you grow in love, right? Like yeah. I, I, I think it's a journey. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. been from where I was 10 years ago, I hope I'm more loving now, and I hope I can be even more loving in 10 years. 10 years yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's, that's, that's been my intention throughout this journey. I come from the Silicon Valley. Yeah. Uh, so my story is that you know, I got tired of all the greed. I got tired of all the sort of incessant rat race that was just one after another after a third. And I realized it's not so much what you have, but it's who you become mm -hmm. through what you do. Um, and, and so that journey has completely changed me and got me focused on doing acts of service for the world and supporting other people in doing acts of service. Acts of love. Acts of love. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like uh, what you told us, for example, what we integrated at Love Tuna, the act of kindness. It's such a simple thing, yeah. but uh, everybody can do it. And it also helps, and the, the reason why we are doing it as a company is because we want to raise the energy, yeah, the, vibration. the vibration. And I think love. this is where it should go. Yeah. And either it's in what you're doing or how you support people in your service yeah. or monetary, you know, like it, whatever it is, I think. Um, and people should also be encouraged to do it. Yeah. And uh, maybe you can explain a little bit more what happens to people when they get uh, generous, you know, yeah. because it changes them. You know? Well, what you're talking about is that on, y on your website, you, you now accept kindness as a currency, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is so amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's unbelievable. We, we, ha we live in this world where money equals wealth, yeah. but actually money is just one form of wealth. There's yeah. so many other forms yeah. of wealth, yeah. right? Stillness of the mind is a kind of wealth. Yeah. Community is a kind of wealth. Kindness is a kind of wealth. Absolutely. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, that's like, to me, that totally just made my day when yeah. you guys were accepting yeah. kindness as a currency. Yeah. 
we, we did this event in, uh, in Berkeley yeah. where we, it was like this conference and, and the ticket for the conference, you could pay financial currency, but you could also do seven acts of kindness. You could do a five minute selfie and offer creativity capital. Mm -hmm. You could do eight hours of silence, you know, and you could volunteer for the day. So all these different kinds of capitals, all these different kinds of wealth are integrated. And I think when we do that, we realize that generosity is not a luxury sport. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not that who, those who have can give. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people say that to give, you need to first have a lot. Yeah. Um, but then I, you know, people used to tell me that too. They're like, why don't you go and make a lot and then you can give a lot. And I said, does that mean that I was born bankrupt? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It means you sure. start with zero, then you yeah. accumulate a lot, yeah. and yeah. then you can give. And I was like, no, I don't think we're born bankrupt because we all have the capacity to love. Absolutely. And Absolutely. to align with yeah. that love. Yeah. And that's yeah. what the love tuner yeah. is doing, yeah. right? And, and so in, in some sense, how do we uh, not just align in a, in a particular moment, uh, but how do we really start to ha lead a life where we're constantly bringing it back to that vibration of love exactly. uh, through our actions, through our thoughts, you know, and, and through, uh, through our community engagement, yeah. Yeah, through our relationships. Yeah. So like uh, when we talk about what old people are doing is actually they start off like you get a great education. You had already a plan. You should be already a billionaire flying private jets yeah. and yeah. having the whatever the fifth IPO was a big <laughs> tech company. But you decided differently and, and you're a very happy man and you everybody who meets you is like your smile the way you are. You yeah. you're really you're not praying something and doing something different. You are what you are and everybody feels it. There's no BS. It's like yeah. I got it right away. I got it in our first long telephone conversation. Yeah. Everything we had. So Nippon is the real deal and uh, so this is why I think what could be interesting for people to become actually something like you are in a certain way yep. when, they, when they let go, you know, when they let go of, of this belief system where we're all trapped in, you know, like yeah. where people start like giving or even on a smaller level, you know, like the service level that you said, I think yeah. this is where, where everything lies in and even, even in the family, I think this, this act of generosity is yeah. a never-ending thing and it always comes down to loving somebody or loving yourself too, you know? And yeah. that's Absolutely, and, and, and it, feels, you know, it feels so good to be loved, yeah. right? Yeah. And then it's just, you're just one hop away from giving that experience to somebody else. Absolutely. I remember many years ago, I was in India when I was very young and I had gone back with one of my, you know, I'd, I'd gone back at first trip back with my family and I had a friend from kindergarten and he had got a new sort of motorbike yeah. and he was showing, he wanted to show off yeah. the bike, right? So he takes me for a ride and India's roads, you know, there are all these potholes yeah, yeah. and you're usually you want to slow down before a pothole, but these are two young teenagers, yeah. right? What do they do? He accelerates yeah. and I'm in the back and I tell him, I said, look, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. If you keep doing this up, he's like, no, you're not. I said, no, no, I have an American stomach now. I can't do this. He's like, no, no, you're not. And then I throw up after okay. a while. As I throw up now, we're both totally lost. We don't know what to do. You yeah. know, no mom's here. So what are you going to do? And this guy, I remember so clearly, this guy stops and he was on his bicycle. He sees that these are these two confused kids. One of them is just thrown up and they don't know what to do. He kind of gets off. He goes to a nearby stall. Yeah. He takes out a lemon from his bag. 
he cuts the lemon in half. He borrows like a knife from the stall, cuts the lemon in half, and he gives it to me. And it was, you know, the citrus, of course, is I suck on it and it makes me feel better, yeah, right, yeah, after you yeah, throw yeah. up. But years later, I thought about it and I was like, wow, you know, he didn't introduce himself. He was not my Facebook friend, not a no, Twitter no, follower, no, you know. No. He's, he's just a human being. Yeah. And he just did something just for love. And it's still, like so many years later, I'm still talking about it. Yeah. I don't know how to get in touch with him. I will probably never see him again. Yeah. Even if I saw him, I wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. But it left such a beautiful imprint on my consciousness. And it inspired me. And I, I, I realized that, like, how many people have a lemon? Yeah. And if they have a lemon, and you cut the lemon in half, how many will take the other half home? And there are many people whom I've stayed with since then, whom, for whom even a lemon would be a lot. And he might have given me just half of what he needed. Mm -hmm. And he just gave it so effortlessly without any strings attached. And I look at that and I say, I've been on the receiving end yeah, of that. Yeah. But how can I be that for other people? You know, yeah, like I want to yeah. give that experience to you, yeah. to you, to you, yeah. to everybody. You know, yeah. I want to be that guy, not just that receives the lemon yeah, and tells sure, a story yeah, about yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that actually creates these yeah, stories. Yeah. You know? But I, I, it just reminds me because you said this lemon story um, at the awakening circle we have been last month. Uh, you told the story about that the uh, service space is still like a lemon stand. How <laughs> the idea came up. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, this is something so beautiful. Uh, to understand if something just comes out of an emotion, like of a, of a deep heart feeling, yeah. and not like of a calcul of like, you know, this is what we're gonna do, and this is the exit strategy, where it's just like, yeah. this is, I wanna serve. Uh, maybe you can tell a little bit more what really Service Space is doing, how big you guys are already, and, and how like, you work worldwide, and yeah. it's uh, it's an amazing organization, actually. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful. It's been a real privilege. Service yeah. Space started 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, we started by building websites for nonprofits, and then uh, once we did a lot of websites, we said, you know, and, and the web was maturing. We started asking deeper questions, you know, yeah. and uh, we said, well, what else can we do? We started building web portals. Um, so, for example, we thought there wasn't enough good news in the world, so mm -hmm. we start, we have a portal for just good news. YouTube had started, so we said we should do a, you know some videos just for uh, that are inspiring and also have an action related to it. Mm -hmm. We call that Karma Tube. Mm -hmm. uh, we said, how do we create more kindness in the world? So we created a portal with a smile card game that's Kind Spring. Yeah. And, and then we went along and, and we said, well, you know, a lot of people were getting tired of just online engagement also. Mm -hmm. And that compassion was triggered much more in offline spaces. And so we started to do a lot of offline projects as well. Uh, one of the most popular ones or more famous ones is Karma Kitchen, yeah. where you walk into a restaurant. It's a pop-up restaurant run by volunteers and you walk in and your check reads zero. It's zero because someone before you has paid for you and you are trusted to pay forward whatever you want for people after you. And most people think, no way, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, there's, it's like, oh, this is too much love, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's turning to love. <laughs> it's like, we, we, you know, our tri typical economy is greed tuning, you know, yeah, yeah, not yeah, love sure, tuning. Sure, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is like all about love. And so you say, how can it work? And it turns out it does, yeah. right? People yeah. respond to love with greater love. 
um, and, and then subsequently was studied uh, at UC Berkeley uh, in a seminal paper and uh, the title of that paper was paying more when you pay for others mm -hmm. um, so it, it became and that was just one experiment offline we do these awaken circles which we're gonna have tonight yeah. uh, where it's it just how do you create value that starts to go outside the GDP mm -hmm. uh, that really questions the dominant paradigms thinking yeah. that greed selfishness self-centeredness is what makes the whole world turn uh, I don't think it does. I think love does. I think compassion does. I think kindness does. And I think these are regenerative resources. So with, you know, if I have five pencils and I give you four, I'm left with just one. Yeah. But if I smile at you five times, like, doesn't mean I have less. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. a regenerative resource. Yeah. Yeah. The more you smile, the more you want to smile. Yeah. The yeah. more you tune to love, the more yeah. you want to tune yeah. to love, yeah. you know. Yeah. So how do we create a world in which we are organized around these deeper regenerative principles, regenerative wealth. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a great design question, especially for the younger generation uh, to hold. Absolutely. And I mean, um, one guest that you had last time in San Francisco was also where he talked about this investment group that goes beyond like uh, the interest rate that are set by federal banks, etc. Yeah. And so like there's a lot of space out there where actually institutional investments and, and money in general can yeah. do a lot of good in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I, I, I think traditional money can uh, definitely do good. And I think if it's understood as a spectrum of wealth, it can do even more good. Mm -hmm. That, mm -hmm. oh, this, is, this form of wealth is good for this, these kinds of things. Yeah. This form of wealth is good for these kinds of things. This form of wealth is good for these kinds of things. Yeah. But if we try to box everything into one, and manipulate the whole system and our whole psyches to, to sort of be funneled down into this one thing, I don't think it's, it's helpful. And I think it's a design flaw yeah. that I think that we as society will learn to come out of that. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of people waking up to it, even with financial capital. Absolutely. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of, yeah. lot yeah. of amazing yeah. folks. Yeah. I mean, I think it was never so clear also in society because now you we have so much knowledge you know it's like not only meditation it's not only like a belief system it's yeah. really fundamental uh, impact of meditation you know yeah. on on our behavior on our I mean even on our uh, physical levels you know so I think there's so much awareness there people are so aware about what they eat they know way more yeah. of what is not good for them anymore yes. you know yes. like yes. people yes. know that cigarette smoking is not healthy yeah. so like we have way further ahead than we have been like two 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah. And I think to make a conscious decision for love in, in our period of time is possible, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you don't have to be like, oh, wow, he, that sounds gay, you know, or yeah. something like this. I mean, I don't want to offend anybody, but it was a long time ago. And like a long time ago, um, man could not talk about meditation, could not talk really about 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 love tuning or something like this you know it was like something where you don't want to talk about it but now it's like it's on the table you know yeah. like you you literally need to look away to make the wrong decisions again yeah. you know yeah. you cannot live anymore like 20 years ago and say oh we believe that that's okay for the ocean that's okay for our air yeah. it's not okay yeah know? and yeah. i think this is why why this consciousness is so important and i think compassion as uh, so many times it gets seen as a sign of weakness but then you see people like Gandhi and Mother Teresa and Dalai yeah. Lama, and yeah. you're like, "Oh my gosh!" You like this was not this is not a nonviolence is not a weapon of the of the weak. You know, yeah. it's yeah. actually a tool for yeah. the courageous. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
to be kind, right. to yeah. be loving, yeah. to be unconditionally generous yeah. is actually phenomenal. You know what, what I would like to talk to is um, how would you see it to motivate young generation? And I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking yeah. about the kids who game, who have like weird values yeah. and who don't have an intact family that corrects this these values which are like totally off you know they're also yeah. synthetic they're not real yeah how would you motivate them to even to even have this sort of generosity of love like I mean you know I think the the answer to that question is that we have to do it in a contextual way I don't think there's a recipe that you can scale tomorrow yeah, yeah. Um, there's one of my favorite stories of is of this guy named Julio who is a, he he's getting off the subway station in New York and gonna go and grab a bite and this kid comes up to him with a knife and he says give me all your money you know and mm. we was like all right I'll give you my wallet and gives him the wallet and then as the kids about to go and run uh, Julio says hey kid come here man it's a little cold do you want my jacket too and the guy's like what do I do do I like go grab his jacket you know and he grabs his jacket mm. And then he's about to go again, and Julio says, hey, kid, you know, I was about to go grab a bite. Do you want to come to dinner with me? Mm. And they go for dinner, and they have this beautiful chat, and at the end of the meal, he, you know, the check comes, and Julio says, uh, hey, kid, I would treat you, but you have my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this guy gives him the wallet back, mm -hmm. and then Julio asks him for one more thing, and he says, hey, would you mind giving me one more thing? He says, what? Says, uh, can you give me your knife too? Wow. This is the knife that he had robbed him with, and the kid gives him the knife. That's amazing. And this is the power of love. And mm. you have repeated stories of of Gandhi and all these social change uh, legends, Martin Luther King, that have shown this even at scale. But I think what we end up doing is we hear a story like that, and we say. How can I, like, if you create a recipe for creating the next Julios of the world, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It depend, you can't go in to any, everyone who comes in w with a knife and say, hey, I'm going to convert you, and here's my wallet, and here's for my sure, jacket, sure. and yeah, come yeah, to dinner yeah, with yeah. me. It doesn't work yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, right? It's yeah. contextual. Yeah. So how do we create a population that is tuned in mm. to the living, live, dynamic context? And if people are tuned into that frequency, if people are tuned into care, if people realize that we are interconnected in a very yeah. deep, fundamental way, yeah. then I think you can start to really have a appropriate response to that situation. And I, and I, I think we need a population. We need young people, old people, everybody yeah. to sort of tap into that, to care, to feel their interconnection and to learn to respond to that in a skillful way, in a compassionate way, in a courageous way, yeah. to react out of fear, to react out of greed, to grab, to accumulate, that is not courageous at all. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, in my, by my definition, that's cowardly. It takes a lot more courage to be kind. It takes a lot more courage to be loving unconditionally. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I think yeah. it's possible. All these yeah. people show us it's possible. And I think now we need to bring it to the Julio level. Right? I think so. Yeah. Not just yeah. the Gandhis yeah. of the world. Yeah. yeah. No, I think so because like what you're just saying is like it takes people like Julio that 
is this hero, you know? And I think now it's the right time to do it, you know, because like- To be the change. Uh, be, to be the change, and it was not, and uh, with all the downside of social media and, uh, and gaming, whatever kids are connected with, I think this generation now has the opportunity and yeah. the tools to really be this change yeah. because it's so fast, you yeah. know, like it's uh, our communication is so fast, you know, the information spreads so fast yeah. and uh, it can also spread in a positive way. And this I, is like I've, I, exactly. And we talk about this idea of Gandhi 3.0. Yeah. So Gandhi 1.0 is like this one to many network, which yeah. is a TV model yeah. broadcast. Yeah. Gandhi 2.0, which happened in India, was Gandhi's successor. He walked from village to village, and it's one-to-one, -one, right? Yeah. And Gandhi 3.0, and one-to-one -one is more like the telephone model, and Gandhi 3.0 is many-to-many, -many, yeah. and that's more the internet model. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is that we figured out how to use many-to-many -many for profit. We have figured out how to use it for protest, yeah. but we haven't really figured out how to do it for love. And the advantage to a network that is bound by love is that things start moving not just at the rate of it, you know, your fiber optics connection, but it actually starts to move at the pace of love. Exactly. And that's infinitely greater. Yeah. If you have a network of greed where everyone is saying, I scratch your back because you scratch mine, yeah. that's only going to go so far. If you have that same network with love, it's going to be way stronger because the boundaries absolutely, are not absolutely, there. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I just do yeah. it for you because yeah, yeah. you're a human being and yeah, you're, yeah. there's life in yeah, you and I, yeah. I, you know, yeah. it's unconditional. Yeah. And you then pay it forward to somebody else. That pay, person pays it forward. Trust skyrockets, you know, productivity skyrockets. And that community, I think, is the, that bond, that network, that sort of web of love. Yeah. Once that is activated, it's invisible. But once that is activated, it's like the mycelium network, this fungal network under yeah, the ground yeah, that you yeah, don't see. Yeah. But that's what allows so much else in the world to kind of flourish. Absolutely. And I feel like that network is what we need to do. Yeah, as, yeah. as you tune to love, yeah. as I tune to love, but then as we come together in that way, that web of love is what will allow, allow really new innovations to emerge uh, and will allow us to respond in a contextual way like Julio Diaz did. Yeah, yeah. Not, as, not in the one-to-many world, but in a many-to-many -many world. Yeah. And I think that gives me tremendous hope yeah. because yeah. that's like, man, like, it could be everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I just have to tell anyway, all our listeners and, and fans, we have to say that they should really be a part of an awakening circle because I have been there. I know you and maybe two other persons. Yeah. And uh, you go away and you really feel family. Yeah. So it's, it's something what is so unconditional and it, this is, I think, what people should create, you know? And yeah. uh, I think this is why what you are doing is so fabulous. And I think a lot of people should really check out what Nippon is doing. It's amazing. He is uh, he's not only a good friend, he's not only family, but he is one of the good guys. And this is why we're so honored to have him here <laughs> and that he told us his story. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and thank you for all that you <laughs> do, man. Oh, no. Not, now my mic will. Oh, I still got room. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Yeah, Appreciate absolutely. Thank you. Oh, man, it's an honor.